Wait there just a minute, buddy. Rewind the... Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's been Hello. a long, hot summer. It's not been a hot summer. It's been a long summer. We left you back in June so that we could have our hot girl summers. And now we're back to report on how that went. So how'd it go for you? Oh, by the yeah, it's your favorite podcast. Wait, rewind the tape. We can't remember how to do this podcast. <laughs> not at all. I smashed a bottle when setting up. I couldn't even remember how to do it. But I'm Natalie. I'm Rui. Uh, and... We're going to tell you about our summers. Yeah. Missed you guys first and foremost. I mean, missed you, didn't miss recording, but definitely missed doing the podcast. Like, missed the fun, didn't miss the labour. That is just how I live my life. And you know that we do minimal labour for this, so that tells you a lot about I mean, I don't want to do a minute's labour. in a But time. even that's too much. Yeah, agreed. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Yeah, oh, so how was the your summer? summer? Um, I can't remember my summer. Uh, oh, I, I had a few like health issues. Like basically 2021 has been the year of like my body turning on me. And I've just kind of accepted it. Like I had a mystery fever. Oh my God, five policemen stormed in our house while I had oh. the mystery fever. Then I broke my toe. Which I don't know if it's still broken, but I fell on it yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. So we're just still resting the toe. I haven't been able to move or do my walks. I mean, I'm body neutral to anybody who cares, but like I am noticing like my body is ballooning, but I'm trying to practice body neutrality and let it go. And not just that, like I need to move out of the stack. Like I've talked about on the podcast before where I'll literally remember a memory and scream out loud. Like I need to move away from myself constantly. So you need to physically move, walk away from a memory that's just popped out of your head and into the air around you. You It's gotten a lot better, maybe because I can't walk away or maybe because I've just turned to television. So I don't have to think. Naturally. And we watched a lot of television before, so yeah if this I'm is turning it to television now. oh okay yeah that's good. and we've been vaccinated yeah. there's that yeah I feel like we were vaccinated I think, think you already were but I've I am now fully vaccinated when did you get your second I thought it was before oh my god that should show you how messed up my memory is I was like I swear you're vaccinated in you but yeah um, Natalie has recently celebrated a birthday yay I did yes I am a, another year older Virgo season was very, very real. It's still on. It's still on, but I mean, it's this year's been a non-season, more so than last year. Um, So yeah, we all obviously had high hopes of having our big hot girl summers. So didn't really happen. I'll tell you about my my summer. So um, as you guys all know, or many of you will know, uh, if you're uh, friends friends of mine or long-time listeners I have a cat and uh, I don't know if you guys know that he's not <laughs> he doesn't sleep very well during the night have I told you guys this 
He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't sleep a little well. bit. So yeah. I've, I've recently discovered a uh, a new way to get him to sleep, which is borrowing from some of Mango's um, Mango's dog training techniques. So there's this game in dog training. Sorry, this is boring, but it has a point where it's called orientation, where you have a tree and you throw the tree. The animal, the dog goes, gets the tree. And as soon as they orientate back to you, you throw another tree and say yes, and you mark it. So they always know they come back to you and then they get a tree. And it's a fun game. So I was like, maybe this will work with Brody. So I was like, cool. When uh, we like get into bed and then I have like a, a handful of kibble and I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll throw a bit. He goes to get it and then he comes back. And then I was like, great, this is working. And it did actually work. And he, uh, after like, you know, five minutes or so, he would curl up at the end of the bed and, and then start to fall asleep, which is brilliant. And he did wake up, a, he does wake up still a couple of times in the night, but sometimes that's because I wake up and go to the bathroom because I'm getting old and my bladder can't, keep going through the night um like it used to um and so if he wakes up at night I'll still do the same technique and it's going great until uh maybe not last night the night before it doesn't matter when it was so anyway I'm like having a I'm, I'm sleeping I'm having a dream and in this dream I'm like um um, I for some reason I'm like huh I've got like some popcorn but I'm not gonna eat the popcorn I'm gonna like I'll eat I'll just have I'll just take a handful of like the popcorn you know you get popcorn kernels in popcorn things and you're like oh I don't really like these and they're hard to digest and they screw up with my teeth but I'm gonna eat them anyway yeah so I'm like yeah. my dream yeah well I've got a handful of these popcorn kernels so I might as well eat them and I'm thinking already like this is this is a bad idea. It's popcorn kernels. And I can feel myself in the dream, but also not in the dream, moving my hand to my mouth. Then I wake up, I've eaten cat food. I put kibble in my mouth. I've started to chew. And, and then I'm like, and, I, and before I know, I've eaten fucking cat food. So that's my hot girl summer. I eat cat food now in my sleep. I didn't swallow it, guys. Don't worry or anything. Like it was honestly only a couple of seconds before I, I realized and it was really just like, oh. And God, I don't know if anybody knows, not, well, I feel like it kind of makes a difference, but I don't want anybody to fucking come at me for sake, like publicizing that I um, don't eat meat or animal products, but I am vegan or like plant-based in my diet. So this feels like it. it's, even harder for me that I ate cat food. What's it made it's, of? Um, it's like salmon and chicken. And I just honestly, I was like, this is, I don't eat meat and I never liked fish, but I can't imagine. No. Nice? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it tastes horrible. So why does my cat like it so much? Why does my dog like it so much? Why are you all out there eating kibble? Why am I out here eating kibble? It's all that you give them. So no, they're just they, working they with what they They get the fancy stuff. They still like the kibble though, but it doesn't mean I need to, honestly, I, that was a real, I feel like that's a what real- What else can like, they eat? For me. I thought you had to give them the you kibble. Do. What else can cats and dogs um, eat? I feel like we're missing the point of the story, but I'll like, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, like, <laughs> I've already normalized that you now eat cat yeah. food. So <laughs> Can like, we not act a little bit more shocked? Like, no, I'm like, like, no, that sounds like this, something that's a story really worthy of the podcast, Natalie, because it feels like I've heard it before. No, it's. <laughs> 
no it definitely <laughs> is uh, but I, then I'm just like I'm just because in my head I always thought cat food looks like like a dry biscuit but it's like I'm told it's meat so I'm like what the fuck is that anyway dehydrated meat meat I look I don't know just don't, don't eat it so I'm gonna I'm gonna think twice just, about um, falling asleep watching fucking devious maids with cat food kibble in my hand <gasps> oh my god devious maids I got really into that maybe we should do an episode on it and not make this entire episode about my yeah. obsession with devious <laughs> otherwise maids. this whole next stretch of 10 episodes is basically going to be like devious maids will be the new once upon a time and I don't know if anybody needs to to know about that go through um, that again <laughs> so given our pretty pathetic uh summers I feel like we- oh my god new nickname for pretty patel pretty pathetic <laughs> that is so good we coined it <laughs> i'm sure nobody else has thought of that um i guess we should um just close that chapter of our lives move on from it and <laughs> good points i mean i've got a lot of music done have i got nearly the amount i thought i would get done no can I realistically finish by the end of the year? Most likely not. Do I feel I have accomplished anything? Not really. But I still I'm did proud something. Of that for you. I'm getting like this is random, but I I'm getting sick, so I'm really angry about it. <laughs> like as I sit here, like I've had a sore throat. I'm just it's like every time you interact with people outside your home, they give you an illness. What is I'm that still about? not really interacting with that many people outside my home, but that's not necessarily through choice, Neither to be honest. I. It kind of is through choice, but it's not really. I think it's for like lack of options. Uh, it was my mum's sixth year, which nice. was fun, really cute. I obsessive, uh, obsessed about making a balloon arch thing Weeks. for like yeah. a whole week, at least a week. And yeah, that's my new thing now. So if anybody wants a balloon, what do you call it? A balloon centerpiece. Uh, sculpture. Like, call me. Structure. Centerpiece, I guess, is fine. Yeah. Focal point. Yeah. Talking point. Piece of shit. Yeah. And I can also do like all the other things that I wanted to do for my mom, but went way over budget and had to return. <laughs> I could do that for you if you pay for it. I ordered these like antique glass candle holders and I was like, oh, I can't afford <laughs> Back this. Back you go. I have to return them. <laughs> I was like, uh, can I cancel my order? And they were like, yeah, I didn't think you could afford it. That's rude to them. They didn't really say that. They just cancelled it. Yeah. Um, anyway, what else? Anything else to Anywho. report? I can't think. I mean, I'm sure lots of stuff happened, but I, really I honestly can't. can't remember. It was a long time ago, guys. No, all of mine were like, the only few little stories I do have were all like about, not all about, I have two stories about scandalous men, but I also feel like I shouldn't share that on the podcast for my own dignity. So <laughs> yeah, nothing really happened. Um, I've been inside, like literally for the last four weeks, could not leave the house off my feet inside. Yeah drinking Jack Daniels guys don't mm. drink Jack Daniels more really. about that later um but what we have been doing is obviously watching a lot of tv I went through a quite a strong phase 
of being quite of being strict with myself and not getting sucked into um a long <laughs> a series that had multiple seasons on it because what what do I do when I get sucked into one of those I watch it religiously um and yeah. now now Ruth made me watch Devious Maids and that's that made me probably you did. Actually, you I were really like, wanted you to watch that I've started watching it please watch it do I regret it no I don't regret it I regret everything I've ever watched on Disney Plus. Oh my Plus. God, I'll tell you what I did watch on Disney Plus. Um, I did it. I revisited Ugly Betty. That show is crazy. I almost got sucked in just Don't the other do day. it. Days away. I'm days away. I'm I know, honest, I know myself. It's amazing. I'm about it's to fall in. It's absolutely amazing. But I just like, there's so much other stuff to do. Although it is only four seasons. So it's not as if it's a, you know, like a... How much longer was it when you watched? I remember I keep you being like seven. It feels yeah. like seven seasons. Cool. I think it's because the last season is so bad. Too bad. Yeah. Anyway, I tell you what isn't a bad series. Pose. Oh my god! We've been saying that we'll do um, an episode it. on Pose for a long time, but we wanted to wait until season three came out and until we binged it. Um, in the UK, in the UK yeah because yeah. like officially not illegally because you know they take the piss and take forever so. yeah and then they Give don't even fucking us. tell you when it is out I've got a bone to pick with BBC you that should have been splashed all yeah. over my home page given the stuff that yeah, I that watched the, really like, the algorithm shady. well either didn't work or they purposefully didn't want to promote it to me which is to be honest like I don't mean to be conspiracy theorist but I do genuinely think it was hidden mm. on purpose because it just doesn't make sense why would you pay for the license for a show and then not promote it especially to people that are like, like the things that I'm watching on iPlay or anywhere are oh, all yeah. like quite uh queer focused or we literally it's... have watched Oh, well, I speak for myself. I've watched Pose on the iPad. Yeah. They should at least tell me the show that I've been watching is Agreed. out again. And to anybody outside the UK, the reason we can beef with the BBC is because legally, if you live in the UK and you have a television, you have to pay what's called a TV license. It's yeah. like over the year. We can beef with I'm, them because I have we to say it. No, oh my whatever. God. I'm, I didn't realise. Yeah, but £14 a month is Whoa. expensive for you. That's how much it's really licenses think about it in for you. those terms. But yeah. Yeah, Netflix is what, £8 for four screens? Yeah. Or is it £12? Know. It used to be £7.99, so in my head it, it still is, but it's probably not. It's probably no, like, I think it's £13 for I'm probably four paying screens. Like and then £5 now. I wouldn't know. Honestly, who knows? And... Um, and then Disney Plus yeah. is eight pounds for as many screens as you want. So if the iPlayer are going to charge me twelve pounds, and that's just for the BBC network, which is made up of four channels and probably like seven radio stations, the idea being that it's like it's community broadcasting. Like it's supposed to be something for everyone in the UK because if you don't pay your TV license and you watch television, come for you. It's not likely to happen that yeah. you can go to prison like you legally have to fucking pay this fee to have There's a disclaimer network. every time you watch something on iPlay. do i have a tv license yeah you yes, have I to do no yeah. i don't you could lie sure but they may find you and get you 
they will find you. They go around areas and they knock on your door to find out if you have a TV license. You don't even get a discount if you're on benefits. Sorry, I've recently done a lot of research on this. Plus, me and my cousin, my cousin was like, you do realise it's like a, a billion pound corporation? I was like, no, it's not. It is. So you're telling me that's how much money they make from TV licenses. I used to always that's wonder why everybody why was, was furious so when they um they reinstated or they they started charging senior citizens. That's yeah. ridiculous. Just let them watch their shows. Just let them watch let fucking them watch television. Bargain it's not Hunt. even that good. Let them watch Country File. Oh my god. And you know what's upsetting to most people? It's like we are being charged for television that is just, <laughs> I'm sorry, majority of the television is bottom tier. Once in a while, the BBC will do an amazing drama. They have soaps, which I enjoy. But generally, it's like it's not all inclusive like they say it is. And another thing the BBC do is they'll make something that's good, like a good show will sneak through and then it won't be accessible. Like there's a show called... Um, how not to live your life do you remember that show it's like a yes, weird comedy show yes, and I the other day I was like I want to watch how not to live your life it's not available on the iPlayer every single show the BBC have ever fucking made and already paid to made make yeah, should be available on the iPlayer it just I was so mad about it and then I um there's been black shows that they've literally said oh sorry we can't release this show because we've lost all the tapes and then the show has mysteriously shown up like the BBC are so cunty they used the n-word last year on on live on television they just do so much shit which I was irritated by before but now I know they're mm. making billions and I'm gonna go to prison I have to pay unless of course you don't have a satellite so you don't and a lot of people we still use sky over here most people don't have cable we have satellite tv so if you don't have a satellite, you don't watch the iPlayer and you don't have Freeview. So if you literally just use Netflix and Disney Plus, you I think you can not pay your TV yeah, license. But my problem is I fucking watch EastEnders, so I'm dragging the whole house down. Plus we have Sky, so yeah. I feel like I need to watch more BBC stuff just to make the most out of this. Your money, yeah, but what? it's like what apart from you can watch these standards but then they do have good shows like they'll have um pose they have pose and then they won't advertise it and also the new head of the bbc that was appointed was it last year or the year before was appointed by boris johnson because he's right-wing leaning so i'm not being a conspiracy theorist when i do feel like it is reflected in uh, mm. some of their tv choices but they they no shade to the bbc as a I'm not saying everything about the BBC is bad. They do have uh, good shows and they have, one thing about the BBC is they'll have like specifically good talent and they find talent too. I just feel like now I know they're worth billions. They Give should be more. giving more opportunities yeah. to people, way more. Like there is so much creative talent in the UK. I want to see like a yearly competition where three people are allowed to make their own show. Like I want that kind of progressive I would, stuff. I, I would just like, like you to- They have the money. When you know what I want to watch, surface the content. I all the money is going for fucking football. That's what it's it is. Football on BBC. It's just football. Yeah, match of the day. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's like ITV. 
No, ITV, the BBC, and Sky have these yeah. bidding awards every bidding awards every year to win the contracts. That's where mm. the money goes. Even the the pundits, they get paid shitloads of money. We talked about Carolyn and this Yeah. And then the BBC do good stuff for like artists. Like if you're a new un- unheard of artist, you can upload your music and you can get played on the radio. Like I've, I've got played on the radio mm. that way. I know other people have got played on the radio that way. But now I know it's billions. I'm like, come on, step your pussy up. I want it. Like you should be doing so much yeah. more. We could have such groundbreaking shows. Like if Channel 4 had that kind of money, can you imagine? Like just extra. I can't extra remember the last time I watched a Channel 4 show. Channel 4 news is pretty good. Not to be a bore, but it's actually all right. Um. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll give that a whirl. It's on it's every day. Something I can binge. Yeah. Um, They've got Rick and Molly as well. But yeah, sorry, I'm anyway. not going to do my usual shit. Is it too existential? What? Rick and Morty. Rick no, and Morty. Just... The way it makes you like the parallel universe and shit. No, and makes you grandpa. Like, Am I the real me? Like five minutes of and like or not even that. The grandpa just makes me feel uncomfortable. I just don't like him. Is it because he's a functioning alcoholic? Uh, yeah. And a borderline white supremacist like, as well. If we're being honest. Dribbly. Sorry, this. I can't apologize. Any but just as he, there's just he just makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like him. So I'm not gonna watch That's it. Fair. Anyway, back to pose. I never liked him at back first. To pose. Yeah, back season to three. Pose. So if you haven't watched this season at all, stop this uh podcast episode here and just go watch it. Phenomenal well, season. Well, a phenomenal show. So go go back to the beginning if you've not watched anything. Don't listen. Yeah, but a phenomenal show for a phenomenal season. Season final seasons are usually where things dip out. They, I think they outdid themselves. Well, I think with this it, for season, me it goes honestly. I think season one. I don't know. I have. I need to watch. Season, season one, one was the strongest. Season, three, season two was a bit too fantastical. I don't know. Some of the um, episodes, I think two of my favorite episodes are in season two like the episode with the trunk the original episode that's season two that's a brilliant episode of television hands down when I think about all the television I've seen in my life that is one of the best episodes it of television I've ever seen well. it's a brilliant yeah. episode we'll talk another about yeah. one of my dreams shortly yeah um so I guess this episode <laughs> this yeah we'll focus more on season three because I can't really remember yeah. the details of seasons one and two, apart from the fact that it was obviously just a uh, groundbreaking show full of kind of warmth and amazingness and solidarity. And it, it was, yeah, we just loved it. So season three. Black and brown people but, yeah, it was, for uh, Nice so, to yeah. see a show where there were very few white people yeah and it was like a historically accurate depiction of a time yeah um so let me just go okay so season uh, so episode one what really struck me as well and I think about this season is um and it had to happen it had to come to a head in this way because you've seen the characters from like, oh, when did it start? 1980, was it 1983? 
early 80s when this show starts yeah and you so we're going on a real journey with these characters and you know we're seeing some of them who have their AIDS uh, their HIV diagnosis we've seen that so we're going through the whole like journey with them and in this episode like it's you're starting to see the characters that we know how they're actually the, the progression of that illness and it was like for me, kind of a bit reminiscent of when watching It's a Sin and just the feelings that you get around the anger that it was just allowed to happen in that way. But we're saying, obviously, It's a Sin was focused much more on the um, the British experience, whereas this is the in the States. But it, this season was a lot more about how the characters are coming to terms with end of life, dealing with end of life a lot and treatment. And yeah, it's like the, the peak of the um, epidemic. AIDS. Yeah. yeah, epidemic. I was going to say pandemic. It was a pandemic. It was everywhere, all over the world. I think it would... I don't know if it would be... If it was a pandemic or an epidemic. Oh, no, it was a pandemic, was, but then... It oh, wait, People call it the AIDS epidemic. True, yeah, literally, it was a pandemic. It was literally the whole world was on its yeah. knees. And you can't talk about uh, the. This is why I do enjoy now watching shows set in the eighties because it's like you literally cannot have shows set in that time without them showing you the effects of both um, HIV and AIDS and crack mm. and coke. And it's um, it's just yeah, you can see how it's it's such a essential part of life like it would be crazy if a show didn't mention it yeah now. really seen it and living through a pandemic now it puts it into perspective because just how purposefully that was it was handled poorly like how people were blocked for medication because of who not it even was just how people were I love people about. were blocked from medication how medication itself was just halted because of who it was that it was affecting like could you imagine if the government yeah it was like, like it was we're there. not going to we're not going to invest in um vaccinations for coronavirus could you that would never happen because it affected everybody and it was like transmissible yeah. to everybody i mean obviously hiv is transmissible to everybody but it's you know coronavirus is just airborne so that would never happen yeah it's also yeah sex in general is still to this day stigmatized mm -hmm. so and obviously homophobia is very real and alive and so is transphobia so it's just like you can only imagine how much yeah. worse it was then and so in uh the first episode we see um blanca decide becoming a nurse's aide so she is actually, you know, she's somebody that is um, HIV positive on and, on, front and on the front line. She's seen what it's, uh, and also she in, I think season two went through a, was hospitalized, had a, a really bad, um, I can't remember what happened, maybe, maybe she got pneumonia, I don't know. She, no, it was her medication, wasn't it? She was taking some kind of experimental medication and it really, the side effects really yeah. messed her up. So she's really been through it and becomes a nurse's aide and just is 
yeah, doing doing the work to be there for people who have no family, who have been kind of abandoned um, and may not even, maybe even their chosen family aren't even able to support them because they aren't around anymore because they've... And so many, yeah, so many people yeah. have died already. Like this is what you see like at the funeral scenes in the beginning. They're like trying to show you how many people have just yeah. gone. Um, so, yeah, what else is happening in at the beginning? Um, but then you're also seeing on the other side of it, you're seeing the joy of Blanca having a relationship with a man who cares about her, who knows everything about her situation. She's not had to hide her um, HIV status, uh, the fact that she's yeah, a trans he's woman, he's, hot, he's a doctor <laughs> and he just cares about her. And I don't like, I would hope that there were situations like that, that did happen and it wasn't few and far between, but even if it didn't, I think it's so, like we were saying with It's a Sin, it was what was so refreshing and so great was amidst all this, um, pain uh, that these people are experiencing and the violence against them and the kind of depravity of society around them and the way that it's treating this demographic as if they're depraved it's so heartwarming to see the joy that they still get to experience in the face of all of that which is really important yeah. to see and I, yeah this season you kind of see people coming into like the wholeness of who they are like they're over the maybe the, not completely over this you know society but they're over the quote unquote struggle phase of their life which anybody goes yeah. through from 16 to like 28 yeah. 29 anyway. self-acceptance this is like and amplified a knowledge that they're with their family and that they've they've survived and that they know what to do now to survive and when you know what to do to survive then maybe you can start to think about how you can thrive and who who are the people that you need around you yeah. to make you thrive in this world but not everyone's thriving yeah. like there's the I, I like that how much sorry we're jumping all over the place already because I won't you know I won't let Natty give us any structure but I loved how much they dealt with addiction this season yeah it was so needed yeah um so what else uh, the, the, the kind of key things for me, I guess, um, yeah, well, if we're talking about addiction, so pray, pray tell is, is alcoholism. Yeah, which, and, uh, you, I know, I know he's foul and he's drunk, but he's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Obviously, he's foul and he's a nightmare, but he, I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't. The cuts, that, the cuts. He's the OJ case <laughs> oh my was so so that was my favorite thing to watch. It was so funny, especially when it's like the white nurse is like, oh, I can't watch this. And they're like, yeah, bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh my God. And it's always so like, it's just, that's another thing that a no show set in that time in America will not touch on the OJ case. You just see Everyone how dodges much of an event it was. Um, no I mean like everyone you have to talk about it because it was such a big thing like the only equivalent I can imagine is and it's nowhere near the equivalent but it's just because of who it is maybe if Tiger Woods had 
he would never, I'm not saying Tiger Woods would kill his wife and go the wrong, but is the only person I could think of who would be the equivalent of being that kind of star. And he wasn't even close, I don't think, to as big as OJ was. No, OJ was a an athlete, he was a an actor. He was But people yeah. fucking love Tiger Woods wow. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and all he did was have sex with a couple of porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a fun week for me, not being emotionally invested. Because it was it's just funny. like, I don't, I don't like, know why it was such a big thing. If we thing. look at the way that, yeah, people, the OJ case, when you compare it to like what's happening at the moment with fucking Prince Andrew having a lawsuit slapped on him, and no one really is talking about that, you're like, they, the things they sweep under the rug. <laughs> Okay, Prince Andrew, as an aside, that is mental. mental. But we, that, sorry, that is a, what, a mental we, we've called it. Everybody's been talking about it. it. Not, I don't feel like yeah. it's the same. I don't know. I don't I feel like. Not in the media. Of course not. The yeah. media are, are not speaking about this not. at all, but the average person can't get enough stop of it. talking about this. Because it's just like, it's a bit mad, like that he didn't go in the first place. Like, how did he think he could avoid that? Like, that's mental to me. Like, they're so... What they think they can get away with is scary. Yeah. Like, you can't... They want... I remember when it, he was, like, first being... Um, when the FBI were first asking him to testify, they weren't even charging him with anything. He just... He was like, no, I'm not going... Like, no, Sorry, we're not going. I'm we're the not Prince doing of England. Like, and that's weird that he's the Prince of England. Who is he to... Like the BBC and the monarchy got, got to, to go. And if the BBC are going to stay, that's fine. But they need to, we need transparency with the funding and we need more community yeah. projects and we need better programmes. Um, right, let's not get derailed by, so that was my fault. Uh, but, Prince Andrew. Um, can we talk about, um, can we talk about Electra? We can because Electra is, Arguably the greatest ever character ever on television. She is period. incredible. And can we talk about the fact that everyone, I know everyone in the cast deserves to be nominated and stuff, but I feel like no one ever says. Well, why would I honestly I think MJ Rodriguez at Blanca, she's brilliant, obviously, but she she is, and she is the main character, quote unquote. Yeah, she yeah, is. No, she's yeah, the lead. She is, but come on. Electra is just. Electra. I'm getting, honestly, I'm not joking. I'm getting goosebumps. The cuts, the it's... delivery of the lines, the the look, just everything. The journey that, yeah. of the monologues. You know when she does a voiceover and she's t- like, the I intonation, am the speed, the, the pace of the the delivery of the lines is just amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, she kills. She eats it up. It's so, like, she is amazing. Um, and again, nice, not nice, but like, it's so important and heartwarming. Heartwarming is not the right word, but like seeing her going back in time to see her journey and like the her original oh story, God. what how, what made her who she is. And, and the fact that she has always been a badass and she has always like hustled and done what she needed to do and looked after her own. I do think that there was, a, I did have a slight, a teeny tiny slight continuity error. I thought it was anyway, the way that 
we're introduced to her in season one and the way they retrospectively talk about it in mm-hmm. season three. I think there was a scene where it would have made more sense if she had been more cutthroat and heartless. Yeah, yeah, it is quite an abrupt. But then I remember, do you remember in season one when um, they all have to go out and steal together? She is very much like leader of the the mother. Like you just don't see. I don't know. It's like sometimes it's like, is she supposed to be a cold hearted deep or is she like a warm mother or is she both but then I'm like honey I was raised with love she, and cruelty, so I should have all she's both because she's yeah. ultimately she's it's mother knows best so I and it when I'm being cruel yeah. I'm doing it to be kind her her origin story not that she's a superhero but she kind of is her origin story it was probably my favorite and I do, as a black person, I do love seeing like, like queer black people, their journeys and like how, because you see with Praetor, I thought he's, oh my God, sorry, we're all over the place, but Praetor's journey <sighs> home with that preacher yeah. man. And as you knew, he wasn't going to go back to the bus station. You just knew it. Anyway, let's finish with Electra because I need to get to my... Um, yeah. So uh, in season season two, yes, it's season two. Um, yeah. Electra is um, working as a dom, and she's got. Sorry, I can't. I'm flip flopping, but I've got to do it. Like the fact that her. You can. In se- season one, she's working. Season two, sorry, she's working as a um, as a dom in a. Uh, sex club brothel I don't know rented rooms where you can it's a um I would yeah. say sex I mean club. it's not relevant it's a, do- a, a, do- a dominate a, a dungeon they are things yes that's um what we're cool we know about stuff um <laughs> don't don't let Natalie fool you she fucking loves um, a dungeon she loves a dungeon themed party and then in season three, she has her own fucking business, a thriving like sex phone operator business. She could have been in Let's Talk Sex. I would have preferred that porno had she been in if it centered around her um, <laughs> operation. And she's absolutely killing it. Um, she does get in with the mob, which could be risky, but you know what? Oh no, I, we love to see it. You know how I feel about organized crime. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's let's go back still to season two where she is with a client in in one of these sex clubs and she has a no drugs policy, like don't do drugs on while you're with me. This guy is an, an idiot and he does it anyway. And he overdoses while he's um, tied up and I think that she's she's left him. He he overdoses, she ties him up. She doesn't know that he's taken drugs. She, <laughs> Sorry, she leaves it's funny. him because that's what you do. You, you leave somebody tied up when, and they're, when they're submitting to you I've heard and um and then when she comes back (laughs) he's dead and obviously you're thinking I've come back anybody coming into a room where you've just done like anything with like you're having a transactional sexual encounter with somebody and they're dead you're probably thinking fuck this is this isn't gonna look good but if you're a if you're a trans a black trans woman in the 80s 
performing in what is yeah. essentially an illegal act in across the board yeah you are really on a wealthy on a, and a, yeah a wealthy a young white trader you are fucked yeah so she does the only thing that you can do in that situation and calls her girlfriends and they basically take the body pack pour a load of like acid on it package him up in bin bags tape the bin bags up and then put it in a trunk and then put it in Electra's closet and they just fucking leave it there they leave it there for god knows how many years and this is actually, I think, based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, you um, told me that it was, and yeah. If anybody hasn't seen Paris is Burning, you should watch that show. Um, and one of the queens in that show, when she died, they later found a trunk with a with a body in, in her apartment. So anyway, so in season three, because Electra, before Electra gets involved with the mob, somebody, the 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 cops, like, I don't know, they are they questioning her about the disappearance of that guy? It's unrelated, isn't it? They're questioning her about something else. No, no, it's unrelated. They're, they're just, um, they want to see her books because they're basically trying to put the squeeze on her to see if she'll say where her extra money's coming from because she's laundering illegal money. And they're just, I think they're just oh, on to her that anyway. It's all legit because she said all of my operators have got no 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 you you don't know so like as a person watching at that point you don't know that she's laundering money no she's not in with the mob at that point no she is she definitely is it's later on when she meets the other um the queen that the uh woman that does all the injections and she's like how have you got all this money and and then they're like she's like oh i'm in with the mob Unless that's a time Yeah, travel. but that's like a flashback. Okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Because that's when she was saying all oh, her money's legit, but then when something happened where she was saying her money is got not it, got legit. it, got it, got it. Okay, fine. Anyway, yeah. Carry on. You should both rewatch. Just, we probably will one day. But yeah, and then, but then she at that point realises that her, she got the, she got that dead man in her house. So they need to move her. And it's basically like, a, it's just like Blanca having her back. Do they do the story of the trunk in that actual episode? Or is what it a separate episode? Story of trunk? Like what? The history of the trunk, like her taking the trunk from yeah, her yeah, mother's yeah, house so. and everything. Yeah, because like it's called the trunk. Yeah. So they like do a... Because they, ha- they have to do it because it's the reason why Blanca's like, obviously I'm going to do this for you. No questions asked. I will yeah, like this dead body. I'm writing for and you. And then everybody, and then um, yeah, Pappy gets involved, little Pappy, and um, oh my god, what's? I want to say Damien. Damien. That's his nice name. But it isn't Damien, is it? What's um? Oh my god, are you googling it? What's the other guy called? I'm googling, but carry on. And also, Blanca's boyfriend is like, "Okay, cool. I will also help you get rid of this dead body." Now that's a rider, honestly. That's a kind of awesome that will be when you're like, okay, when they smell a dead body in your house, and then you have to come clean and say, "Okay, that's a dead body. I need to get rid of it." They'll say, "Ricky, our baby, Ricky." Because Damon had to leave, didn't he? His sister passed oh, away. Is that what in real life? In is real life, I see. yeah. So sad. He, he was, was one of probably the faves. Yeah, my 
absolute favourites. Had a real. I wanted to see where his um, dancing career led. Yeah, but he, they deal with it by saying he's an like alcoholic. Yeah, an addict. He's fallen off the wagon, which is also believable yeah. to be fair. Because like it's not realistic to show addiction and nobody falls yeah. succumbs to yeah. it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so after. And it doesn't mean he was an alcoholic forever. Well, doesn't. Are you always an alcoholic? Doesn't mean he was off the wagon. No, I mean, it doesn't yeah. mean he's, yeah, sorry, yeah. It doesn't mean he never um, was sober again. After yeah. watching that episode, because, and I guess you have this maybe at the back of your head, like this kind of borderline anxiety for the whole time thinking, well, when are they going to bring back this? Borderline. When are they bring back this fucking trunk storyline? Because they're not, <laughs> they can't just have left it and they're not, it's not never going to really yeah. rear its head again. And her house must absolutely stink. In the closet, she's hanging up like those magic trees that you put in cars in the hole of the closet. And it's weird that it's only when they go in the closet that they're like, hey, what's that smell? You're like, it would, the whole house would reach. She has a fucking body in a trunk. Anyway, that's the side by. And I'm, I after that episode, I had a nightmare that I just was basically in the same situation. And I was trying to get rid of a body in a trunk, but the trunk was a like tiny, small suitcase, like a briefcase size. Obviously a body's not going to fit in a trunk in a briefcase, but in my dream, it was like, okay, well, we'll put it in the bin, but oh my God, it's such a small case and it's all wrapped up and it, it's going to start seeping and people are going to know, are they, can they trace a body back to you if you've put it in there? I was freaking out. It was so stressful. I hated it. Well, if that ever happens to you, I know somebody who has a funeral home who I think has a soft spot for me, so we might be able to get rid of the body that way. I've just realised that now. I think that would be yeah but they don't have do funeral homes don't have incinerators surely he knows surely he can hook us up a with cremation, yeah, cremation. he will yeah. know somebody that What's owes him point? a favor Otherwise. i'm not out here planning to you? have this problem i'm not but it's it's Nobody good to is. know that it's good to know that there's a, a plan a fallback if if i do I mean, it's an idea. He might be a snitch and just call the police. I'd rather call a criminal. Shout out to criminals. OCG. Um, anyway, yeah, so Electra. And then Electra, oh, the wedding shop scene where the, uh, and he just knew it was so um, Angel. Let's talk about baby Angel. Angel is getting married. Electra is like, that, can I just say quickly, that is the only wedding in, on TV on Real Life that I've ever attended and actually cried, cried my Start, finish, cried, 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 cried. Like, I believe in their mm. love. Like, I don't believe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Normally when I'm at a wedding, I'm just like... Oh. but that wedding I'm serious like I'm not really I haven't really I'm trying to think I've never been maybe because I haven't been to uh no no shade to if I've been to your wedding I know it's not that you'll listen to this but you'll probably be like how dare you but like I just don't think I've ever really been to a wedding where I've been emotionally invested in the couple like I've seen like some of my like best friends from childhood get married but just 
Honestly, I'm just being honest. I haven't felt like and she's still married. (laughs) No, like I but I believe they'll have a happy marriage and I love my friend. But as a couple, like I don't know that man. Like I'm happy for her and I want her to get married and be happy. I'm just being honest, it's like he could be like anybody off the street. I don't fucking know him. Whereas these two, it just like it feels like love. Like I'm sure when when sorry that's so rude if you chose to get married I'm sure if you chose to get married there is an 80% chance because let's be real there's a 20% chance I'll be like who is this guy but there's an 80% chance I'll be like or woman whatever I'll be like into them as a person because I'll probably get that chance to know them like do you know know what I mean that's probably not true you know I'm probably gonna pick the wrong (laughs) person and you're like red flag red flag red flag yeah, but the difference is that you having a crazy wedding is going to be a hot mess and the best time of my <laughs> life. Like you get making a bad decision is always at least going to be so fun that I'm emotionally invested. And if it goes up in flames, like I'm in it whether I like, it's not like I'll be like, no, oh, you're, you're in, in <laughs> the midst of it. You maybe lit the match. Yeah. Oh my god, a hundred percent. We're in Vegas. I'm like, just marry him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a red. Like, I don't care. I'm like, I do, yeah. but who cares? <laughs> Fucking do it. <laughs> um. Oh, even sorry, I've just realized I have seen like one of my very best friends. I went to her wedding, but she got when she got married, like. I was too young. I was just like, I thought, do you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, we're just at a wedding. I'm happy for my friend. She looks stunning, but, but like, she's young. And it's just like, I'm- You need to live, girl. Look at all these cute guys here. Not, Look at the best man. <laughs> not even that. It's just like, I wasn't, um, my head wasn't, I wasn't mature enough to really comprehend a marriage. It was just like, as far as I'm concerned, it was just like, I'm just here for my friend because I love her and she looks yeah. amazing and I'm, I'm happy just here for, for her. the outfits. I wasn't really things. like, I'm mean, yeah, I'm here for her to support her. Mm. That's what it felt like. It didn't like it didn't feel like anything else. Even when um, sorry, another friend I shouldn't name her. One of my another one of my very best friends got married. Of yeah. people that are close to me, I'd say I've been to three actual very very good friends' right. weddings. But when she married him now, if she was to marry him now, it would be a different story. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh my God. But when she actually married him, they hadn't been together for very long. So as happy as I was for her, I didn't so know it's, him. It's so it was just more like vow your ceremonies. That's when that'll get you. That's when I'll be know crying. Like, I'm sure... I'm sure I was um, a bit emotional because it's just like seeing your friend go, oh, no, I don't know if I was, you know. Because it's just like, I just felt like it was a super fun time. Like I enjoyed myself. It was amazing. And I was happy to be there for my friend, but it just didn't feel real. I haven't been to a wedding like that yet. I don't know if I ever will because I feel like people get married and then you get to know their spouse. Yes, I yeah, I guess so. And then you're like, ah, yeah, that's been my experience anyway. So if they obviously now I know her husband, like they're an amazing couple. So if they were to get married <laughs> now, I'd have been like, oh, I've, do you know what I mean? But at the time, I don't I've really know him. I've been to two weddings in my adult life, and there were both people like couples that are obviously super super close to me. So yeah, but that oh my god, that would have been different for you because that's like your two of your very best friends yeah. getting married to yeah. one another so my sister 
and oh my god obviously sister get married yeah. is another story if at god yeah i was just crying a lot in that wedding it was it was a lot it was a lot to take so i don't think i've ever cried no, at a wedding. i mean in, maybe i have um, in angel and little puppies Oh my god, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think I've ever cried was like, before that. Like everybody was really in it together. It's not like you know a wedding where you're kind of like, oh well, there's no one really knows each other. There's everybody from everybody. There's like your distant cousins, whatever. Yeah. That was a wedding where everybody was family. Even the people that you like hated, you still loved. Even the people yeah. you're battling in. The, yeah in the balls and you're throwing shade to and you're just being really fucking bitchy and you are really like I hate you but I will always love you and the fact that all the the women had their wedding dresses on because it was like the symbolism of actually seeing one of your own out there grabbing a slice of happiness for themselves I mean that's yeah plus angel overcame crack and that is hard to fucking do Honestly, if you're listening to this and you've overcome addiction, shout out to you. We love you. Um, what I was going to say before we got onto that wedding thing was just uh, was to uh, Electra kind of being like, "I'm going to pay for everything. You're going to have the best. Let's go and get go to the wedding shop." And it was all going so well. And then obviously the stupid, but owner was, the owner was just. Uh, but then Electra was like. I'm going to get my mob poison. That's what I'm saying. Normalise getting people jumped. Normalise ruining people's lives afterwards. Because the thing is, I once had an opportunity to get someone jumped and I didn't do it. And I don't regret not doing it. But I also don't, sometimes when I tell people that story, they're like, why would you do that? And I'm like, how can you not understand the anger of knowing that there's no way for me to get justice unless I get somebody jammed. Guys, don't get anyone. I don't know why I'm preaching this. Do not get anyone jammed. But that man deserved to have all of his shit taken from him. He really did. He was an un, he was unnecessary. And shout out to the guy. He's not real, really. The fictional character who yeah, quit shout his out job to that afterwards. Guy. Because I've seen some shit in retail and not quit. Because you also on. have to make a living, but it's horrible when you're like, well, I've got to make a living doing, t- being complicit in something that I hate. But what, to be honest, there's, me and Natalie used to work, I'm going to, I'm going to move on to tell this story. So, <laughs> no, it's fine. Me and Natalie used to work, uh, the way we, how we actually met is we worked um, in the office. It was called the head office of this. <laughs> chain of boutiques chain. It's literally the, it was- no seriously <laughs> I need to explain it I need to explain it so it's like a chain of boutiques but literally we are working in the basement of the women's store which is across the road from the menswear and the tailoring shop like we're just in a corner of Shoreditch not really a corner yeah the kind corner of, a corner. of but Street. we used to work <laughs> yeah yeah, you know where it is. Take it, take this story as you will. Do you do you do diligence? Do, 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 do research? And there was one time we were all in the basement. We actually do. Yeah, always. She's a drunk <laughs> But we always, we I'm sober now. We always um would actually have to work as I don't want to make it sound like we were just doing nothing. We yeah. did actually work in that fucking basement. We worked 
Actually, a lot harder than I've done since. Yeah, with a pug that would not stop fucking buying, and I'll never get over it. There was only one that really fired. But there were (laughs) that bastard. Two pugs. One had a flatulence problem. The other, which probably explains why I hate pugs now. But yes, no shade to folks or shade to hate. But they had their own fashion line. Though. There was one time we were working. They literally injury. did. Like we can't. We're out here trying to make our career for ourselves. <laughs> These dogs just get their own fashion line. Talk about nepotism. <laughs> we could literally make a comedy show based off just the concept <laughs> because, it, honestly, it was a living. What of our colleagues? What of our colleagues? <laughs> He's trying to, like, just trying to do his job. One of the things that he had to do, and this was, by the way, he was in the buying department. He wanted to be a buyer. He had to do a CV for the dogs. (laughs) A CV for the dogs. (laughs) Like a fictional piece of work. (laughs) He wanted to Fire. That is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think he questioned his life choices at that point. Oh, sorry. The only thing I was thinking is there was one day where, okay, there's a code called, red is file. it Red File? Red red file. Bring the Red File up. <laughs> I'm like, what's between a Red <laughs> File flag? There was and a, a code flag. and it was Red Flag. It might as well be Red Flag. <laughs> it was a Red File. So, um, one of the owners comes down and he's like screaming like red flag, red flag or red file, red file, red file. So like literally it's never happened before that people in the office have to go upstairs. She was like time. making it seem like something. Not like no, that. No, no, that no, was the one. Would, like, you know would, me. Like, they'd call down to the office <laughs> and be like, excuse me, could you bring the red file? And we'd have to be like, okay. And we'd all traipse upstairs. Uh, no, but this is that like, she's never like the owner was in that day so she's never like run down the stairs and loads of people have had to go up also multiple people not just one person multiple people had to go upstairs obviously I didn't go fucking anywhere I'm not dying for any Caucasian (laughs) so I'm sitting at my desk typing they come back downstairs and they're like oh what happened and one of our friends was like it was literally just a black man in a long coat shopping that's what she was screaming about and if I had had the sense I had now, I should have liked to quit that job and been like, you're a racist bint. But I didn't understand. Another thing that used to happen in another boutique which shall not be named on, um, what's the road in Islington? Upper called? Street. Upper Street. <laughs> so if you we'll came in. We'll give you the clues. You, you, do your own, you do your own <laughs> investigation. Honey, it's a, it's a quick, it's a quick contemporary boutique on Upper Street. Nestled between a bakery <laughs> and the cobblers. <laughs> something that I really didn't like there that would happen would be like if you were um if you seem like if you had cash basically because some of the clothes are quite expensive so to buy to have that much cash on you if you had cash and you looked if you were basically a black person with cash even it but my thing okay I'll explain why I think it's discriminatory afterwards it's like your money is that kind of no good here. They would serve you with Content, like, yeah. basically it's like a nudge, 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 nudge thing. Like keep your eye on that person, keep your eye on that person. Which to me means serve that person. Like they're the king of <laughs> <laughs> and he, you get I did. I remember that there was one time that this guy came in. And he, 
Yeah, he had loads of cash. And Which Ruth is immediately like, hello, is <laughs> hello. <laughs> I love cash, cash is king. And then he came into shop and obviously I, I treated him really well. And he ended up buying like a super cute, the fact that I remember it was like um, a pink, like a uh, sort of semi sweatsuit, but like very thin, like shorts mm. and long sleeve top. Very, very cute set. Stupidly expensive for what it was. Probably not that expensive if you're rich, but still like not worth the money but <laughs> but like I and then afterwards it was just like oh they seem dodgy and I was just like cash. even if their money cash you can't even if their money is from selling like from the uh, illegal pharmaceuticals trade from the black market that is none of you're your selling concern. product that's you probably being made that. by poor working conditions and akin to slave yeah. labor or child labor so yeah down and it's just also you the problem with that is looking at someone and deciding their money is no good before you've even do you know what I mean like that's that's why it's mm -hmm. discriminatory because if it was like a person like a lot of um people who are say are, are upper middle class who are a bit old school have cash yeah. you know entrepreneurial people business owners they tend to have a lot of cash on them it's never questioned it's only if you look a certain way yeah. and that's the problem so like I don't give a heck where your money's coming from which with the only reason I would say that you would have to be careful is in some places they they've been they get in trouble because they've taken uh, fake money before counterfeit cash and then they change their policies but I've also, as a black person, had my £50 note held up to the sky 70 times before it was accepted and looked at really dodgy. Like, it's real. <laughs> yeah, like, cannot stop doing it. And it's very, very frustrating. So, yeah, stop being cunty to people in stores. I've completely ruined the episode with our stories. <laughs> Because this is not about posts. Um, as, as usual, we barely. I'm going to make it about it. me. Um, and I feel like we do need to wrap up with talking about posts so that we can. I think we should talk about um, pray towels, knit. Can I just say, like, um, this was the only, I think this was the only season that I might be wrong. Was Billy Porter nominated this season? I think he was nominated for the Emmy, but he won he did, last yeah. time and he didn't win yeah. this time. But this performance for me, like, I'm not saying he hasn't been good in other seasons, but this season, his performance really yeah. stood out to me as maybe because his character was going through so much, like a near-death experience, the return mm. to his childhood home, meeting his first love, seeing how the church had him effed up, seeing how, like, that kind of homophobia <laughs> in the place where you're taught to, like, worship yeah. and you've, like, maybe fallen in love with music and you have, like, a spiritual connection severed families uh yeah. interplay with the you, whole dynamic the church and the congregation but it's yeah and they dealt with sexual yeah. abuse as well and um how older generations i'm sure this still happens like turning a blind yeah. eye to sexual abuse and never being able to confront and talk about it and i love how they were showing this is like the first time where people there's all people i feel like it happens in a lot of people's lives there's that moment as an adult where you you are confrontational with the people who have experienced your traumas and you're like hey this happened can, yeah can we acknowledge like, it? I, like yeah like i'm like i would say for the last just being at home over the pandemic i have confronted a lot of stuff 
and it has made me feel very strange because it's like you can't at some point you have to uh, me and Natalie talk about off air but you have to like sort of like digest the madness that has happened in your family it happens in everyone's family because these things are so unfortunately it's just all so normal to grow up in chaos yes. pure chaos I'm, I'm yeah. still um choosing not to confront <laughs> I the healthy I mean, way of putting that in a the ostrich approach <laughs> of burying that deep inside <laughs> only for it to rear its ugly head in the relationships i have no don't deal with Apologies. what's in the trunk yeah. until you have to. That's the moral yeah. of the story. You don't have to freaking dig up the body out of the trunk trunk on an average Tuesday night. No. That's nuts. But when you're in like when you have to, yeah, you should then you'll it. deal with it. But then we and we in the meantime we, get that shmoney. We discussed this kind of like we're trying to figure out well at what point do you actually have to deal with the thing that's in the trunk? At what point have you dealt with it? It's never going to go away because it's always going to be there and it might always crop up at some point. But like, do you have to really go and deal with it? At what point do you have to keep going back? I feel like the MJ metaphor was a good one for this. So she's always had to keep all this stuff to herself. She's always had to have a secret life. And finally, she has a partner who she feels safe with and she's forced to share a part of herself which is so extreme and so crazy and then once that has been accepted and she's still loved now what's normal for her would be to it's not I'm not saying she's going to go around telling everyone but I mean it's just having once you have an experience with someone where you can share something about yourself that is like insane and it's met with mm. safety and love like it does really change how you look at the situation and it also makes you feel like I should be able to share these things like there'll be times where I'll be dating someone I'll just use this really quick example I won't go into it but I was like dating someone and I didn't tell them a fucking thing about me and then it didn't work out and then we developed a friendship and in that friendship, I find myself opening up and sharing things. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's just weird to show, like, <laughs> when I date someone, I don't tell them shit. <laughs> when, I, when I'm with a, in a friendship vibe, I've been able to share that. And it's made me realise that maybe when I'm dating people, I should try and open up a I bit more. I think for dating <laughs> people, like, there's, they don't like, know there's me. a threat. The, the threat and the, the violence, and it that sounds like it's a crazy word to use and quite extreme, but I'll use it anyway, even in a situation where it doesn't, where something's not worked out, nothing bad has happened. And even if it's a couple of weeks or whatever, and then they leave your life, I do think that there is a kind of violence in that. In it feels, it, it's, it's, it's just so much more visceral than when you're friends with somebody. And because there is an element of trust with a friendship that you can go through things and it doesn't feel as much of a not always I would say that the trust for me in my friendships now like the kind of trust I have it still feels new I think growing up going the secondary school those five years of feeling like I didn't have anyone like being like a one of two black women in my year being very like isolated I'm still having spending lots of time with people so you have a friendship there's something to be said about only being able to get to know somebody on a surface level and only having that as your entire experience. You learn 
to deal with people purely on the surface and later developing like deeper, more meaningful friendships and connections can actually be difficult because it's just like, I don't know, it takes me, I know it's supposed to take you a long time, but it's like, I don't know how to. Yeah, no, I, 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 I understand have, that. Like, I, I was yeah. more like of it no intention. Like a different when you're going into just being friends with somebody even if like it takes obviously a long time to get to know somebody so even if it's like a surface level friendship at first it's yeah like it does that there's some kind of a different connection or a different way you're viewing it versus if you go into like going on a date with somebody and if you go on a date with somebody yeah for you, sure then that you they because there's a different expectation and then they leave or like something happens like the kind of almost like the violence of that exit from your life feels more extreme than with somebody that you've never that you're just being friends with and then if you don't see them for a while it's like okay it doesn't it's not affected you in the same kind of way where you're like distraught because I suppose the expectation of what the promise of that thing could have been when you're entering into like a romantic or I guess even sexual thing is is different to with a friendship maybe does that make sense yeah for sure. even if it's this I even I, I don't know yeah I don't know how we got onto this <laughs> it's it is it is like I mean I've only had one date where someone stormed off once but it was so extreme that now I find it funny but like I did think I should never ever put myself in that situation again. Mm. Like it felt a little bit dangerous. But then how much more so like being like a black trans woman going on a date with these fucking lunatic men. And then it makes you think about all the sex workers that have to deal with these fucking lunatic men. Oh my God. Legalized sex work guys, I'm tired. It's just scary. Um. So, I mean, there's loads to talk about, and I'm sure we've not even scratched the surface, but we need to... We haven't at all. <laughs> we haven't talked about it at all. But um, Billy Porter's near death was the most... Like, I, again, I could not stop crying. And then when the medication was... Um, yeah successful and it's introduced and everyone was on drug trials I like that they showed the exclusion of Mm -hmm. uh, black and brown people on the drug trial which is we know it happens even like to this day when you look at uh, HIV and AIDS like obviously you can live an extremely healthy long life you can have you can be uh, if your medication is working which it should be and they'll configure it until it does like you can't even detect the virus in your system yeah there's prep you can take medication so that you don't um contract the virus i'm not saying this to make like a light of the experience i'm just saying like it's so different now but then in certain parts of the world where like still black and brown people are Mm. more affected they still won't have i mean the out i'm not talking about the wealthy or maybe even average i'm talking about the particularly poor still don't have access to the they medication. They don't even, wouldn't even have access to condoms, right there. which are the things that can help prevent it spreading in the first place, think, let alone the medication. These things that are just yeah. there. Condoms are still expensive, which is so weird. Yeah. Maybe I just buy nice ones, but I don't think so. Like, I was 
looking to buy something the other well, I think it's also because, so. and, so and just, rightly yeah. so, they're single use. So it really feels a lot like, wow, this this cost me a lot. This. But surely, like latex is biodegradable. Yeah, but it, it's you. Like but you can't because they're single use. You have to keep buying them. You can't just be like, well, I'll just buy like a, you know, a diaphragm or something. Oh, in you the, mean like it's the expense because it's like constant. Yes. You're never, it's not 100%. like an initial investment, and you're like, <laughs> cool, I'm set. I mean, I guess you could just buy a diaphragm. That wouldn't. Um, that only protects against pregnancy, right? That's not. Um, condoms I, are really. I, I believe so. The, the thing for stopping sexually transmitted infections yeah yeah oh my god um i think yeah let's let's pause on pose i do you think we should talk about it maybe i just think that we um I just want the only other thing I had to say was about a pray tells death. Oh yeah, that so... I cried, 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 cried in that as well. And then at the end, mm. when he, um, at the final ball, uh, when Blanca is going back, and then she sees all these young kids, and like it's a reimagining. Of oh history. my god! Why am I getting emotional? Then, yeah, she's repeating <laughs> the same words that Prey tell told her yeah. when the young evangelistas. It was just a a full kind of full circle moment, and it's like it's such a shame, a crying shame that the show was only got three seasons, but. I think it. No, but I thought they wanted. To no, do I think I thought it got. It, um, it didn't get extended for another season. I don't think that was what happened. I think the creators said that like this is going to be the final season. Oh, I always read it that it was. Uh, this had to be the final season. Either way, I think it was perfect. It was the right way. It didn't. It meant it didn't drag on. They really. Yeah, they wanted up, to. Um, but I suppose that if they they couldn't because of the way that it was moving through time, we ended. Yeah, it, the creator. It was. Um... Oh well, that's good. That makes me feel oh, differently. Sorry. Yeah, Stephen Canals wanted to avoid making filler TV because you know, like a lot, we talk about a lot of our shows where you get to the fourth season and it's just like, yeah, come we on, hate this. what we is hate this? this? We hate everybody here, but we're we're just still watching it for the sake of it. Um, yeah in short oh my god yeah phenomenal um what but yeah it is a phenomenal season we haven't really discussed it properly I'm sure we'll keep coming up but it is just extremely emotional um angels just me what for me angel getting married felt like my baby Mm. girl was getting married it was just so fucking cute Playtow, drunk and sober was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, but drunk Playtow was amazing. The OJ case was hilarious. Obviously, there was a lot of death and sadness because of the um, AIDS epidemic, seeing the effect that meds had, how people suddenly had hope, and showing how ridiculous it was that uh, meds weren't yeah. really available for the Electra, but, she yeah. thrived. Electra getting rich as hell. Riches, but giving. I was going to say, Daddy. I don't know what I was about giving to Giving everybody <laughs> the dream, sharing that wealth, bringing you know, having throwing this amazing wedding yeah. where everybody got to partake, everybody got got to be have a slice of that dream. 
And then yeah. the outfits as well, just seeing all those wedding dresses and everybody's else, everybody's kind of different styles. Oh my God. In when they were doing um, Angels, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Yeah. I was crying then as well. Just didn't stop crying. Um, it was a real tilt. So go watch it. Go watch season one from the beginning if you haven't watched it. I'm so glad I stumbled across yeah. it on iPlayer when I did. I think it was at the beginning of 2020, tw- January 2020, when I found it on um, iPlayer by just randomly season one. And by that point, I think there were already two seasons. Maybe there wasn't two seasons. Maybe it was, um, yeah. No, there was only one. The second one was like, it came out in, I want to say like August last year. Yeah, maybe yeah and because you put you put me on suppose didn't I haven't haven't regretted it I haven't regretted it at all um Mm-mm. so I think yeah let's let's conclude yeah I know just to say like to everyone involved in that show like yeah phenomenal job incredible um Rest in peace, Candy. And also Cubby. Who's Cubby? (gasps) Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's uh, that's it. There's not, I mean, the only thing that I wanted to do, and it feels like it's in poor taste now, um, given... Oh no, I want given to do a what quiz. we've been talking about. But I, I found this quiz, um, I happened upon this quiz. It's a BuzzFeed one, obviously, um, earlier obviously. this week. And I just thought, we've got to do this. And I feel like whatever answer I get, I'm going to be offended. I've just sent it in the chat. So <laughs> um, open it up and let's. Guys, do not laugh if you're watching the video. I'm about to put on my broken glasses because it's the only way I can see you. <laughs> see, see you when you Let's just open pretend this, this is normal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, this is so ridiculous. I know. <laughs> I can't see your face. I'm trying to fix Guys, my... Guys, the um, quiz is... Which Shrek character are you most like in bed? If you've never wondered. Who has wondered that? I think I'm most like the dragon, oh, like in my mind, but in reality. You. But you know, in reality, I'm not that sexy. Maybe I feel like I'm going to get like the gingerbread man or like, something. Yeah, or Lord <laughs> Okay, what would you, uh, already I don't like this question. What would your okay. ex-partner say you're like in bed? I mean. Honestly, I think that sounds incredible. <laughs> I'm so full of myself. I'm going to go, I don't know if I should go nasty. No, they probably wouldn't say I was nasty. I think they'll go talented. I used to put it down. I can't think of anybody I did know. Talented. I mean, it depends what we're doing. What word are you picking? I don't, I don't want to say on air because it feels like this is. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I demand to know. Um, 
No. So that's it. I, I'm definitely not Super no, kinky. No, no. I feel like it's, I'm, I don't think I'm f- fun. It's either incredible. incredible or talented. They feel fairly innocuous. So do you want, which one are you going with? I, I went with talented. Incredible. So <laughs> not going to be the same person. Why do we have to be different? No, we're the same, we're the same. Which secondary Shrek, oh, sorry, which secondary Shrek character has the most sex appeal in your opinion? The dragon, hello. Ooh. The dragon is sexy the dragon is cute. Fairy godmother? I don't know, she could be a bit. No, she's too like. Something about the big bad wolf is giving me vibes. Yeah, so I'm going to say. hundred <laughs> percent. The big bad wolf. Real Especially big daddy in, vibes. Like, dressed 100%. up as fucking granny in that picture. Yeah, that's doing it for me. He's sexy <laughs> to me. I don't know why, but yeah. that's hot as Okay. I don't want to empathy. Oh my it. God. No, <laughs> no. Be honest. Have you ever thought about what Shrek's penis looks like? No. No, but now I'm now I'm never gonna stop thinking. Not until about it. now that's BuzzFeed. No, yeah. I think. Oh my god, imagine if it just looks like one of his Oh ears. my god. <laughs> what the fuck is that for me? That's I just have not even thought about. Why would you even ask me that? What's what best reflects your soul? I'm gonna before? say not until now. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not even thinking about what it looks like now. Um oh, some of these aren't that swamp. What swamp best reflects? Well, I know this isn't this isn't oh, fair. If it, if it best reflected my sex life <laughs> as it currently is, that's one thing. Or is it what best reflects like the sex life that you would want it to be? No, I think it's like what your what's the general vibe currently, of your sex life. Or I'm going over the duration going, of your sexual um. Preference. Yeah, I think it's just like okay, overall. Fine. Yeah, I'm going with the um the swamp. I'm going. I'm going to go now. Before I'd say it was more the swamp that is like perfectly like crystal crystal clear with a lot of Which forestry but that? now I'm gonna go um center oh, right yeah, but now nice. I'm gonna go bottom, are you gonna go bottom right bottom what, right what the yeah that's the really dark green one that looks like yeah like evil yeah I'm gonna go haunted. with that <laughs> yeah um, I'm my pussy is definitely haunted haunted by the ghosts of dicks oh, that's a lyric mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for the um middle I hope right not. Yeah, that's beautiful. <sighs> Finally, which of these phrases would you actually say in bed? <laughs> I'm not the monster here. You are. <laughs> I w- I would never no, say. Of course, any of you these wouldn't. But... I would most most likely say I'm not the monster here. You are. To be fair, I always try and tell my their partners that they are the villain and I am the hero yeah I would say that fuck off I got Shrek who did you get yes I'm so glad wow thank you I mean to be fair the picture is of him drinking a martini in bed so that feels somewhat accurate I mean, he got, um, he was an asshole. He was elitist, but they really short shamed him. Like, so what? He's short. Leave him alone. Good good for you, I guess. I mean, I don't know what the right answer would be here in this situation. It says, when it comes to having sex with you, there are a lot of layers to peel back and fully enjoy. That's true. Mine was something like I've got very exacting 
need and I expect to be treated like royalty. Oh, Which, yeah, damn right. It's yeah. Congratulations, love Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, but like I said, I don't know what would what was the answer that I would have been happy with. Dragon. Probably yeah. Um. So. Quick. Uh. Quick temperature check on what we what we should watch for next week. I'm in, I don't know if you've seen Sex Education. Not yet, but I will do. I will be watching it. Or we could do Despicable Me. Despicable, sorry, I thought you could say we could do Despicable (laughs) Me. I'm like, why would we watch Despicable (laughs) Me? Next, you'll be wanting to watch the movie. Devious Maze. Yeah. We could do Devious Maze season one. I I love to season, so I'm at the end of season two where, um, the okay. the kids have you watched all of them okay yeah season one and two are by far yeah the best so i'm at seasons. the end of season um, four is wedding and that the the bouquet's just dropped because um that kid has driven by and shot people so that wasn't- <laughs> i know i'm like well already this oh, is oh my god Insane. A drive he's, and he's not even that just like ridiculous. you're trying to shoot one person who is in the back of the crowd like you, who do you think you are that kid was so incredibly intense incredibly annoying that whole storyline was sorry i know dumb. that we're not doing devious maids this week but who's your favorite yeah we're, we have Mine's to do Carmen. it oh my god the funny the, the she's fun, the yeah best. she's hilarious she's the one that i would want to be and she kind of makes me feel like there's nothing wrong with just being your complete self-indulgent yeah. per- the person that you yeah. were born to be. Like, I am who I am. Or don't. I don't care. Yeah. Either she's, way. She's up there with me. She is so yeah. funny. And she, I don't think she was my favourite to begin with, to be honest. She, I just couldn't get over how funny she was. Yeah. Yeah, she really carries. Yeah, let's do that show next week because that yeah, show a lot is of ridiculous. You might want to phone in or just skip next week because you probably don't want to hear us talking about <laughs> an obscure. It's like a mix of if it's like Desperate Housewives, Desperate Housewives and Jane the Virgin. Oh, I thought it was like Desperate Housewives and Ugly Bestie. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also want to just do a quick Google to find out if, like, the Latina people, when they first heard about yeah. the show, were like, what the fuck it's is this? It's based on a Mexican show or a Mexican novel. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if people yeah. are just like... Mexican show. You can't do this. You should- if they were like, honey, keep it. I don't want to watch um, a load of, like, Latina women cleaning white women's house- and men's houses with some casual racist remarks like I'm just not in the mood for this this isn't what I wanted when I said representation but the show is just so juicy and I will also side note off into another show not now next week that is arguably the most ridiculous show I've ever seen in my entire life that I got into it's called Star oh he did tell me about this 
Oh my God, it's from, to anybody out there who knows what Lee Daniels likes to do, it's a Lee Daniels show. Matt should tell you all you need to know. So as much as I slug off Lee Daniels shows, they're also my favorite shows <laughs> I've made. So yeah, I, <laughs> take it how you want. Who, who knows? Who knows what to make of that? <laughs> um, okay, on that note, uh, it's goodbye from me, Lord Farquaad. And me, Shrek. Oh, I wish, but yeah. Um, I don't even believe it. <laughs> We will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Wait there just a minute, buddy. Rewind the...